Today, Planet Earth, Michael Litton, the last DJ, host of Ride the Vibe, broadcasting from the studio, DRS-ATL, right here in Roswell, Georgia, the eighth largest city in the state, and totally stoked to have Robin Beebe on the show, all the way from the UK, exuberant, passionate, dynamic, exciting, and fun. He plays music straight from the heart. It will move your head, your heart, and of course, got to move your feet. Robin has been widely recognized as one of UK's finest blues and rock guitars, and yet he main, maintains humility. Robin, how do you do it? <laughs> oh, mate, I've, I've been at it such a long time that it's just what I do, you know? It's just it's what I do, yeah. and I just enjoy it. Yeah, well, we're so delighted to have you on the show. And it's midnight well, uh, in, as I just learned, uh, British summertime. BST. That's right, yeah. So uh, In the fuck. summertime when yeah. the weather is high, <laughs> you can touch and it. touch the sky. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> You're on fire. That's another song. Yeah, <laughs> this, I recognize that song. That's awesome. I know. So for your fans that are legion, the way we roll ride the vibe, we ask the lit- listeners to sit back in a comfortable environment of their choosing and get a beverage of their choice. And I know you are featuring a Guinness, a Guinness Stout, which is awesome. In the studio, we are featuring nothing, a little more mundane, but some sparkled water from a very Ooh. cool company. It's a startup out of uh, Western Michigan. And uh, it's Drinkmate. And they will uh, sparkle any beverage that you have. So right now, uh, we are just featuring a little sparkling beverage. But if we knew you were going to be drinking a Guinness Stout, we'd have joined you in that that regard. But well, Michael, <laughs> cheers to you, man. Yeah, God bless you. Thanks so much, Robin, for coming on the, on the show and on the vibe. And we hope uh, everybody is sitting back and uh, got a beverage of their choice. This wouldn't be a ride the vibe without Waheed Gomes, the owner of DRS ATL, the executive producer of the show, and then the magic of Otis Tillman, who does the video work. Again, we're pulling together a lot of components, y'all. We got Robin in the UK, so we got Zoom going, we got the audio going, we got video, we got uh, you know the Facebook Live thing, and the way we roll the show is we're going to play uh, about six to seven of Robin's songs, not in their entirety, y'all, because we want you to go out and buy some of the, uh, his music because it's hard for artists right now. They're not gigging, as you all know. So because they're not gigging, you all aren't spending money to go to shows, so you got some dough in your pocket, and you can go out and buy. I'm talking about buying some CDs, not the download stuff because bloody Spotify CEO is only paying these poor musicians like .0002 cents. And then they got to split it up multiple ways. So, Robin, uh, thank you so much for for joining. And I I got to open up. Uh, you just did a live stream. Talk a little bit about that and how that went. Well, I was uh, making it up as I went along, as usual. Um, I, <laughs> I did. Well, it's uh, a per- you're a perfect fit for this show. That's the way I roll. Yeah, too. <laughs> just 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 winging it, as we say, you know. So I probably did uh, 15, 20 songs. Yeah. Uh, I used some of them. I used. Uh, a little looper pedal, which I've been playing around with since the uh, lockdown started. I, I bought it uh, about two years ago, and I've been so busy with gigs up until lockdown. Yeah. And also, I teach guitar, yeah. so I'm quite busy. I, I teach in the daytime, and I perform and, uh, and, and gig in the evening. Yeah. So I bought this looper thinking, oh, yeah, that's the way forwards, you know. There's a, a lot of guys using, like, Ed Sheeran and all the young guys using loopers. So I thought, I've got to get one of these, you know. So I've got a looper. But I was so busy, I never got it out of the box for about 18 months. And then yeah. suddenly, bang, lockdown. And I just remembered I had this looper. I thought, oh, let's get that out of the box. Yeah. So I actually made some, I, I used it as a, as a recording console and made some backing tracks with it, as well as using it as, a, as an actual loop. Yeah. Um, but I've made maybe 40 or 50 backing tracks with this looper mm. uh, since lockdown. Uh, in fact, no, probably more about sixty or seventy tracks. Anyway, and I've, some of them I put on a on a new YouTube channel that I created. Oh, nice! Um, I've done it all in this room here, you know, because there's no gigs, so you've yeah. got to do something, right, you know. Right. So that's what I did. You see, um, the necessity, I did a lot of the mother of invention, stuff. so to speak. Yeah, well, I, I yeah, absolutely. So I did I did a lot of my own stuff, but I also played uh, quite a few cover versions of songs that I just 
just like, you know, I've always liked and just did whatever I really wanted to do, you know. So I just did a, I just dipped into a little selection of that this evening yeah. and played a general, some of it, most of it on electric with yeah. the looper, but I did a few things on acoustic as well, you know. I love it. So, so um, when people are now motivated or will be motivated through the course of the show and through the live stream, where, where should they go to A, buy your music and then B, if they're a, a aspiring guitarist and they want to get some lessons from a UK formal, foremost blues guitarist, where do they go, Robin? What's the destination? Okay. Well, um, we have a discography on my website, yeah. which is um, www.robinbbband.co.uk. Okay. So all the all, all, all the albums that we've put out are yeah. you can you can you can access them there and you can order them through there. Beautiful. We have um, we only have uh, three albums on Spotify, okay. but we have done. Uh, we've got 12 albums and one DVD yeah. and the others you just it's a bit old-fashioned but you have to order them from me perfect <laughs> is, that's the way well and that's how you make the most money right I mean that's Spotify yeah, 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 yeah. so well, I think that um, yeah three of the albums are, are on Spotify yeah and the other and, and, and I think the others you can you can download some of them uh, I don't know exactly so I, I you know I've never really been that into all that I'll just yeah. get I buy CDs or I listen. Uh, I've now started to listen to music on uh, YouTube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and we're going to mix. So we're going to mix it up on this show. We're going to do a couple of your songs in a video mm. format, and then we're going to do a couple in an audio format. And then Otis has put together yeah. a nice montage of the pics you sent. So well, when, when did you uh, recognize your, when, when did your passion surface? Oh, and, and Lord. How? When I was a young child, in fact, when I was a very, very young child, very young, like, very young indeed. What age? Maybe five years old or six years old. Uh, well, I, I come from a musical family, even though my parents were not musicians. Okay. They were music lovers. Yeah. Uh, my mom always used to say that when she was pregnant with me, she used to live in a flat and there was a concert pianist upstairs and he used to hammer out chopin on the piano wow. you know da -da -da, da -da 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 -da, whatever it was yeah and some of that must have gone through <laughs> yeah right right well they <laughs> say i mean there's a, a, a some serious theory to that yeah uh, but my, but my my uncle my brother's my sorry my mother's brother my uncle was a professional musician uh back in the day uh, he was uh he had a dance band yeah. he had a big band he was a saxophonist but he was also a, a pianist and he ran a a dance band um and my mum used to get up and sing with 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 them but she wasn't the singer yeah. she just used to get up and sing a little bit right. you know uh, when she because she, she had a lovely voice but she never really did anything with it um and then what was my the dad which, oh, my dad was a music fan but never really got involved yeah. and my parents were a little a little worried about me wanting to be a musician they didn't really think it was uh, understandable very wise <laughs> lawyer doctor kind of oh yeah to, yeah go no that no mom, mom was saying uh, you're going to be a barrister or a barrister. <laughs> barrister perfect so what uh, what I, uh what what instrument or did you pick vocals at what was the what was your no first? no it was guitar it was guitar. always guitar it was wow. always guitar um actually when i was very young my my next door neighbor was a drummer mm. and he had a he had a, a a beat a beat group yeah and we used to listen to that we used to be in our in our backyard as you call it our garden as we yeah. say and we used to hear the music coming over the fence you know and it was just wow it was amazing man and we used to me and my sister used to jump up and down and dance around the backyard listening to this music you know mm. and it was it was awesome it was lovely I love and it. It, it, it just inspired me you know and, and that uh, was it, just, it from that point forward that you knew that really, that was really, your yeah and then I, I was when i was very when i was when i was a, a young kid you know i was just into into pop music yeah but like good pop you like uh the beatles and Jimi hendrix yeah and, uh, well i see that poster I, behind you we got to talk a little bit about uh your influences but before we get too far is. yeah man. The, the man before we get too far into the show uh rapping here we got to play some of your music i think i, I want to hear a okay. little down to the harbor can we uh otis can oh, we yes, thank you tee that up a little bit yeah yeah uh, that, i mean that was a song i just came up with it's a little I thought it was just kind of like a throwaway thing. I just kind of I was I was driving on in on the as you you call it the freeway, the motorway, right. and I was stuck in traffic. And this song just came into my head. I don't know why. 
going down to the harbour. I, well, I wasn't it. even going to a harbour. I was not going. I was going to. I was going oh, to visit a friend the in a place called, No, I was going to visit a friend in the place called Basingstoke, which is there's no harbour in Basingstoke. Well, one of your other well, one of your other uh, musical influences wrote a brilliant song uh, down, uh, sitting on the dock of the bay. So yeah. oh, <laughs> we'll talk about that oh, when we when we come on the backside right. of this song. Let's let's cue yeah. that up if we could, Otis. Thank you. Yeah, sure. playing with him, playing the harp, is Alan Glenn. And that, as I understand it, was recorded at the uh, St. Louis Church in Church Hill. Is that, did I get St. Lawrence Church? St. Lawrence Church, Church yeah, yeah. St. Lawrence, and it's in a place called Caterham. Okay, okay, yep. Which is about 20 miles south of London. London. And it's literally, a, a, is a church? It is a church. It was built, get this, it was built in the 11th century oh my lord well wait exactly <laughs> yes <laughs> oh I didn't, I, sometimes the last dj doesn't even know when he has those <laughs> divine inspirations <laughs> hallelujah anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody the people no. didn't know they were going to get into a revival oh, thing no, no, no. <laughs> so the the, the the church was built uh, at least a part of it was built in the 11th century, mm. and since then it's been added to. But it's a, it's an ancient church, yeah. Um, and it, it was it was uh, we have played two concerts in 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 there, mm. and that uh, video that you showed was actually recorded, and it is actually off the St Lawrence Blues the St Lawrence Blues album, yeah. Uh, that 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 is actually that 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 video is actually on it because it was recorded while the album was being record uh, was being recorded live, if you like. You yeah. Know? So yeah, that was that was part of the album. I love it. So they converted the church, and uh, how many how uh, many folks does it seat? It's not huge. I think we had about uh, maybe 70, 60, 70 people. Yeah. Uh, this was uh, we we. This was a year ago. Yeah. Uh, let me see, just a little bit more than a year ago. Um, in fact, it was 18 months ago now. It was in March or April. Uh, no, maybe April uh, 2019 yeah. when we when we recorded that. And it came out, we, we made, a, made it into a CD quite quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it. when it was. 
Great venue so, and know, a good, I, I, great acoustics. It sounds like. I mean, oh, it's got amazing acoustics, yeah. and it's got a, it's got a beautiful uh, ambiance, you know. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's got a, it's it's a fabulous place to record. So we thought this is the place. We Alan and myself had been wanting to do a live album for, and we'd we, we'd recorded various in various venues, and we just didn't get this. We hadn't got a venue that because with when you do a live recording. As well as you know, as well as the actual recording equipment that you use, if the room's got a nice sound, it's mm -hmm. very helpful. Mm -hmm. And in fact, um, with good recording, you pick up the the, the the sound of the room. Yeah, you see, and, you, now, and that comes we, across. I mean, that radiates. Yeah, we had a couple of recordings in a, in a beautiful venue in Barnes called the Bull's Head, mm -hmm. but we couldn't quite get the sound right. I don't know what happened. So we, we were we were hoping to do that, but it didn't work there. We yeah. went into St. Lawrence Church. And as soon as we got there, we thought the sound in here is just outstanding. Yeah, and, magical. Uh, we, this is, yeah. Well, talk, talk a little yeah. bit about your mate, Alan, Glenn. Yeah. Okay. Well, Alan and me have been working together, uh, I'd say, seven or eight years, perhaps. Mm. Uh, more so, more recently. Yeah. We started doing occasional things, and then we we hit it off and we so we we, we work it together a little bit more um i haven't seen him unfortunately since the pandemic right. because he he was he's been shielding sadly because he had a bit of um problem with his chest and he doesn't mm. want to come out at the moment right. so right. i'm not working with him at the moment yeah. but uh what he, once... in, a, in addition to harp what else is he a oh he just no he's he is harp, harp. he is okay. a very talented man yeah. actually alan is a really really good guitarist as yeah. well however he always says that when he plays with me he just prefers to play the harmonica <laughs> and, and shake his maraca he says shake the maraca and I he plays it. a wonderful version of the tune called oh my god oh dear i'm having a problem with senior mum it was a theme <laughs> tune, no it was a theme tune for a very successful program in the uk called the old gray whistle test oh. uh, and it, with a dj called bob harris uh very well known here um and oh my well god, while I'm, you're pondering that i oh, want to oh, oh you oh, got oh, it okay. called, no stone fox chase oh. that's that's the name of the track by okay. oh dear i've forgotten who anyway stone fox, fox chase, chase. The the i love stone it stone fox yeah. chase yeah perfect yeah and so uh well you're conjuring up uh, you know memories of, of folks talk to me about your uh, connection with the, the the one that knows all musicians on the planet and lucy pillar oh, the, yeah. the amazing see well lucy contacted me which well, is funny because um Right after I, um, it, it, back in the day, uh, perhaps in 2003 or four, mm -hmm. um, I, I didn't, I mean, it, it took me a while to get into the new age of, of, of technology <laughs> and email and internet and all that stuff, you know. Yeah. It was all happening. However, it took me a little while. I bought a little machine made by a company called Amstrad uh, mm -hmm. around around 2000, 2000 that sort of time mm -hmm. it was an emailer it was a special little emailing oh, i didn't have Lord. a computer yeah yeah we my, my i got a computer because my children were young they needed a computer sure. but we, we for some reason i don't know why i had this email device it was just a weird device with a it, it looked like a a, a, a sort of a, a kind of peculiar laptop with a kind of like an opening with a little screen <laughs> real old had, school yeah it, it, yeah it was it was it was it just it just showed you a stream of emails that's all it would show and you'd you would gotten and you and got one from lucy one day i had an email from uh from lucy pillar and it said all hey, right now entertainment uh, my name is lucy pillar yeah and i really really like your ver i heard a version of <clears throat> the old fleetwood max song called oh well oh well yeah and she said, I loved it. She said, I really like your version of Oh Well. Yeah. Would you would you be interested to to uh sometime yeah. come across to Atlanta? She said, I I I I could get you some gigs or she I could take you to, you know, yeah, give you some beer. So I said, Yeah, and, and I ended up going And I wanna I, I wanna I wanna hold right there if you could. I'm gonna tease okay. the audience up to hear the rest of that story about your visits 
to uh, to Atlanta, but we got to take a, just a short break to support our uh, killer sponsor, which happens in this case to be DRS ATL. So stay with us. We're going to be right back and then find out a little bit more about uh, Robin Beebe's connection with the amazing Lucy Pillar All Right Now Entertainment right here in uh, Georgia, Atlanta. We'll be right back. DRS provides professional audio mixing and mastering services. They also provide other creative services such as voiceover editing, audio restoration, and audio forensics. They have great customer service, their work is fast and efficient, and their prices are affordable. You can learn more about their creative services by visiting them on the web at drsatl.com. Again, that's drsatl.com. Or call them at 404-590-0779. Again, that's 404-590-0779. DRS, when the right sound matters. And the last DJ, Michael Litton, can't thank Waheed Gomes and Otis Tillman enough for hosting Ride the Vibe and, and giving me the opportunity of a lifetime to talk to cool cats like uh, Robin Beebe. So, Robin, bef- I, 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 I want to, uh, before we talk about your connection with Lucy here in the States, I want to tee up all, all Night Vampire Blues. Oh, yeah. Because, because it is oh. uh, past midnight there in the UK. Yeah. And, and you are a vampire now. You're staying up past midnight. <laughs> so we're going to, we got to, if we could, Otis, tee this. Uh, it, and this is a video track, y'all. And then we're, again, we're just playing a couple of minutes because we want you to go out and buy some CDs off of Robin Beebe's uh, website so he can make some money in this lockdown and uh, keep, keep in that Guinness. So. <laughs> So we'll be ready yeah. to play this song and then come back and talk about uh, your connection and your visits to the States. bb band and we we didn't even scratch the surface of that song y'all i mean that's a 10 minute <laughs> song just like i like my songs when they're that good but if we played the whole song you know then we wouldn't have any chance to chat with robin we'd be out of time and robin be asleep so, <laughs> love that song and i want to i want to talk about where that was recorded and, and your bandmates but before we do that if we could just touch on uh, your, because your, you've had many trips over here, but again, you came over uh, and and talk about your connection over here with Lucy. 
the very first time I came over was in 2004. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, you know, Lucy took me to some to some jam, local jams. Yeah. And well, I met some really nice players, notably Andrew Black, Black. and Barry oh. Richman, Richmond. Who, who are still, I'm still in, I'm still sort of in touch with them now, yeah. you know. And fabulous uh, singers and players and stuff, yeah. you know. Um, so big shout out to Barry and... Uh... Yeah, Barry and Andrew, yeah, Andrew Black yeah. and Barry Richmond, yeah. fantastic, and quite a few other uh, people as well. Now I came, I came back in two thousand and ten, yeah, eleven, twelve, and fourteen, mm. uh, and we played some gigs. And in twelve, twenty twelve, we uh, we did a little tour, um, and I had, um, I, you know, I, I used a couple of guys, uh, a couple of local mu musicians, really, really, really good musicians. Yeah. And we played, uh, we played some some local gigs, and we also went down to Alabama, Alabama. and we played a few yeah. gigs in Alabama. Mm. You got to, you got to, to uh, go to the Fame Studios, and you played at Mr. Uh, Gibbs, Gibbs place. We played at Mr. Gibbs in yeah. Alabama yeah. two times. Yeah. And yeah, and I recorded at Fame Studios as well, um, which was wonderful. And I, I have a uh, an EP um, uh, from from that from, from that recording. Wow, BB at Muscle Shoals, it's called. Oh my gosh, I love yeah. it. <laughs> Only two tracks on it. BB, I like that. So kind of yeah. a play on BB uh, yeah. King, and you know, I, I gotta yeah. I gotta digress just a little bit. But as I understand the bio, in 1999 at the Albert oh, Hall. Yeah. You yeah. had the opportunity to be the the backing band for yep. the BB King. Not that you're well, we not the BB. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 opened up. We, we opened up for BB King. Wow. And uh, it, it was a wonderful experience. Yeah. And we got to meet the great man. Yeah. And I'd only done one CD at the time, so I was really shy. I yeah. I, I actually. Stranger, I mean, I, I'm not as shy as I used to be, but I, I used to get very shy in the presence of God. I used to be really, really shy. Mm. I, I just went, we, we got the chance to meet him in his dressing room. Yeah. So I, I gave him, I, I, I said, listen, I just wanted to give you this yeah. because I wouldn't have done it without your, you. I, I probably wouldn't have done it, you know, because without your great influence and everything that you've oh. done for music. And, you know, and I said, you're an inspiration. He looked at me and he said, well, well, excuse my accent, but yeah. well, ain't you going to do something for me then? <laughs> and he looks at me and I realized what he meant is he wanted me to sign it for him, you know? Oh. So he wanted me to sign my album to give to him. So I signed oh, wow. it. You know? That's and I was just like, what I thought, what a lovely, lovely gesture. Yeah. You know? so, yeah. Class guy. Yeah. Class guy. Yeah, lovely, lovely man. Really very nice man. It was nice that he, he gave us, you know, 20 minutes in the dressing room. I'll be we, you know. At the Albert Hall, which the iconic, yeah. you know, where, where lots of le legends have performed multiple times. Yeah. Clap Clapton, yeah, I yeah. think, holds the record, doesn't he, for most? Probably. I think he plays. He he did play there every uh, every spring. Yeah. Uh, he did. He used to do a series of concerts, you know, probably 10 to 15 nights mm. uh, from from like 90, the 90s up until... I don't know. I don't. I don't think he's doing them anymore no, now. But I, he did them. His, he, no, but he did them for yeah. probably fifteen to twenty yeah. years. I think. Wow. You know, Eric, yeah. Well, talk about the Robin Beebe uh, band and where uh, up all night Vampire Blues, where you where you recorded that. And... Okay, so that particular video was recorded at um, a, a gig that we we like to do called the Tuesday Night Music Club, oh. which again is it's in a place called Coolston. Which is about twenty miles south of London, yeah. and um, they they run a regular uh, uh, blues well, not really, but just a music club, you know. Yeah. On, but it it is a lot of it tends to be blues. Yeah. Um, uh, on a Tuesday night, hence the Tuesday night music club, oh, run sure. by a guy called Richard Dunning, who is yeah. a really uh, he's he's extremely proactive and he's a good guy, and he's incredibly enthusiastic, and uh, we were going to do a gig there this July with my, my six piece, because this, this, this year was the year I was going to start putting out the six piece band actually. Mm, mm. But unfortunately, yeah, right. Wasn't to be, yeah, wasn't to be. Right. Having said that, most of the gigs that, that we didn't do have been rescheduled for oh, 2021. Good. Oh, so good. Let's keep fingers crossed. Yeah, amen to that. And, yeah. and so what album uh, is that song off of Robin? 
Originally, it was on an album called Language of Your Soul, which is the second album that we ever we ever recorded. Okay. And then it, it then it also featured on a live album that yeah. we did back in 2003 called Live Therapy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which was originally a double album. It's now a single album. Okay. We edited it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 And then yeah. talk about so, your, your bandmates, uh, Hans on drums and uh, Tony Martin on the bass. Okay. So, originally, it's it, it's not Hans anymore now. Oh, but, it, okay. Um, He's still friends. We're still yeah. friends, but yeah. we've we, our paths have sort of moved a little bit separate. Right. So Tony Martin's still doing it. Yeah. Um, at the moment, the, the 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 drummer I use more than is is Craig Bacon. Okay. Who played on the No More a Secret album. Okay. Um, all my musicians are session players yeah. actually. Okay. So they they're very um, they're sought after musicians. They play with a lot of other people yeah. as well. Yeah. Although. They do make time to always come and play for me. Bless their hearts, you know. So that's, that's, I love that's, it. That's, and you've got uh, you sent me in a great. Uh, you and Tony Martin did a yeah, live yeah. at the Ram Jam CD yeah, yeah. together, which was fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. That that did that did quite well uh, on on on, and that did well. It got it got airplay, national airplay, yeah. and it also. We have a thing here called the uh, Independent Blue. Oh, excuse me. I'll try again. Independent <laughs> Blues Broadcasters Association, yeah. IBBA, and it got to number four on their playlist. Wow. That one. No more a secret. Got to number two on their playlist. And we're gonna we're gonna tee. You're uh, you're doing brilliantly on teeing me up here. So just before we get to no more secret, talk about the Ram Jam. What is what's that venue like? The Ram Jam is a local venue near near where I live, actually, okay. um, which has, since we played there, changed management. So, um, unfortunately, we don't play there anymore. Yeah. Having said that, we you never know. Yeah, things can always right. change. It's so it was a very it was a it was a really um, busy and thriving music venue. Yeah. The Ram Jam used to be actually three venues in in, in one. Mm. And uh, now it's only one. Mm. So um, yeah, so uh, that that was a, that was a nice place to play, and we decided to record an acoustic album there yeah. live. Uh, myself and Tony, myself and Tony have been putting a lot of work together, yeah. and we are doing a little bit of work again now, which is great. I love um, it. I love yeah. it. Well, you've so, te- you've teed it up. So uh, this was your this is the latest studio release. No more a secret. Uh, and we're yes. going to play the title track, and then we're going to play uh, three more tracks after that. Again, y'all, we're not playing them in their entirety because that wouldn't give us a chance to chat. And we want you to go out and buy that music from um, Robin Beebe's website. So if we could, Waheed, and this we've got in an audio file format, and this is the title track. Again, No More A Secret. I love this song. Thank you.
ride the vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play and saying what he wants to say. And in this case, having a great conversation with Robin Beebe out of the UK. And that track was No More a Secret, the title track off his latest studio release, which you should go out and buy off of his website. And now, before we chat about that, I want to take a, a, just another short break. And uh, once we come back from this break, because this sponsor is so near and dear to my heart and uh, so very generous, uh, we're going to run the rest of the show commercial free, commercial free all the way through. So stick with us. Just a short break. And we're going to play uh, three more songs off of No More a Secret. Robin Beebe. The number of premature infants born in the United States each year, 380,000. That's 9.8% of the total births in the U.S. The foundation for Premature Infants' mission is to advocate for the right of all premature infants to be cared for in a developmentally supportive and age-appropriate manner. Our vision is to ensure that Premature Infants' Bill of Rights is the standard of care for all babies born prematurely 24 hours per day, 365 days per year on all shifts in every neonatal intensive care unit throughout the world. Please consider making a donation by visiting us on Facebook, Foundation for Premature Infants, or at our website, foundationforprematureinfants.org. That foundation for premature infants is near and dear to my heart, um, and I won't go into the details because it would burn up a lot of time, Robin's time. But I do have to, to uh, share with you something really special that happened. Not only is this an amazing studio for doing uh, work with musicians, but they also branched out into an area that was, uh, I think, a first for them. They put together an educational video for a dear friend of mine, Lisa Bader, and Lisa Bader has been an occupational therapist in the neonatal intensive care unit for about 25 years, and she has a passion for preventing misshapen heads, and that occurs when these little people come out and, at, you know, 23, 24 weeks, their heads are not, uh, you know, formed, and if they lay on one side too long or, on the, you know, it's on their back too long and they get a misshapen head, it causes all sorts of issues for them down the road. Lisa developed a product called the ShapeRight System for preventing that, and Wahid and Otis Tillman put together an incredible educational video for Lisa and Lisa's company so that clinicians all over the planet now can learn how to prevent this very preventable uh, def head deformity issue. So kudos to, to, Rod, or to uh, Wahid Gomes and uh, Otis Tillman and, and Lisa Bader for their brilliant work. So... Um, Robin, talk about that title track and the album and, uh, you know, the backstory and everything. All the good details. Well, yeah. Um, funny, really. Um, we were offered, I, I hadn't, my, my songwriting is, uh, I'm not a prolific songwriter, but I do enjoy writing songs when I get fired up, then I, I, can, I, can, I can churn them out, you know. But I have to have some sort of uh, motivation, otherwise, I just sit and play. Yeah, I just sit and play. So suddenly, something happened uh, about three or four years ago. We uh, maybe maybe a bit more. We 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 suddenly we hadn't I hadn't written these songs for a little while, and I had a few little ideas bubbling around in my. I always have I creative ideas. I mean, I've got hundreds of ideas all bubbling, bubbling, bubbling away. Mm. Um, and we were offered some, somebody saw us play and said, listen, uh, we, wanna, we want you to come to a, a studio that we're just starting up and, uh, and, and we'll, give you, we'll give you some free studio time. Mm. And I Can't thought, turn that down. No. And I thought, <laughs> hang on a second. I, 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 need, to, I need some product. I need yeah. some product. So, so then the, we, we, did, we, we went in. I, I, I wrote, I suddenly wrote about nine or ten songs. Mm. In, in this in very quickly uh, yeah one of them was no more a secret funny yeah. enough no more a secret i started writing it when i was staying at lucy's house no um way. yeah yeah I, I started writing i just got the idea i was just like doing 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 yeah i'm going to tell you a secret i just read it i just got the idea for that but i didn't i hadn't finished it you know it was i got the idea when i was at lucy's but it was unfinished you know yeah. so basically i just kind of finished everything i had a few i and i had a a few new songs that came out yeah. suddenly when I got this studio, I thought I'm going to have to, so suddenly my whole life became uh, a songwriting experience. Every, 
uh, like situation I found myself yeah. in. I thought, right, here's a song, here's a song, here's a song, here's a song, blah 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 blah. And that's the way songwriters work, you know. I and it. I wish I could. I wish I could just. I've got to. I wish I could have that one all the time. It don't yeah. work. It isn't there all the time for me, you know. I mean, it could be, but I don't. I need to make myself do it, you know. And I just kind of roll along a little bit. But hey, you know. And I think. I think. Yeah, we all have this anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so I wrote. I wrote. Uh, I, there's an into deep. There's play. Yeah. There's Christmas Day. There's packing my possessions, which we're gonna play. Oh, okay, yeah. Packing my possessions had been. I'll hold that thought on that one, though. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> hold that. I've, I want to. I want to tee up if we could. Uh, no label on me, and I'm, I'm, ah. I'm imagining that that is somewhat um, autobiographical, or not autobiographical, but yeah. a, a statement, a personal statement. Hey, don't put a label well, on me. But, but funnily enough, Michael, but, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, even a blind squirrel. <laughs> so let well, let's you're cue, right, man. Let's cue that up. I took a leap of faith there, but I'm the last DJ. I can say what I want to say. So if I screwed up, hey, Maricopa. Um, so if we could, Waheed. What's uh, no label on me? Because I don't want any label on uh, me, and I, I guess Robin doesn't either. Let's let's hear a little, little no label on me. integrity waste your time putting no label on me talk about that robin i, I can oh, identify yeah. with that i love that i love well, that base you see you see it was it was it was it was it was a it was a kind of like um somebody was trying to tell me what to do <laughs> i know i don't like that no I, I i was getting a lot of pressure ah. from a certain person who shall uh, remain main nameless yes, yes yes so you put the uh, you put the energy into the song and i thought hang on i'm not having this yeah. uh it was a person i was involved in with professionally and mm -hmm. i thought i i just can't i can't have it so yeah. i ended up writing writing a song about it and yeah. that was the song I love it. Basically. You know, well, and and you you fall in line with some great uh, artists like John Fogerty, who wrote Z uh, "Zants Can't Dance," and of course, right. uh, Petty's. You know, the last DJ in essence is talking about you know how sure. people were, you know, putting uh, putting everybody in a box, etc. So I love yeah. that. It's great. Yeah, great yeah, track. yeah, yeah. Right, Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thank you very much. Fun enough, I I I I I turned that out tonight in the live stream. That one came out. Oh, did you? In fact, oh. I dedicated I dedicated that to. I've just a friend of mine has just passed away uh, sadly, mm -hmm. and uh, he was a 
a really, really accomplished and fine musician, yeah. but he was a rebel all his life, you know? <laughs> so we, I was kind of, kind of I, I didn't know him that well, but he was like a, he was a kindred spirit, you know? Yeah. Uh, I used to meet him at jam sessions and we, we got on like a house on fire, you know? Yeah. But uh, he hadn't been very well, and sadly he's not with us anymore now. Mm. So I did that. I did that in my stream and dedicated As it a to tribute him. to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Wow, mm. yeah. very cool. Well, great, great uh, CD. And you know, I want to play uh, another track, "Fast Lane Busy." Fast Lane Busy, because oh. <laughs> I think that yes. probably has some. There's some messaging there as well. I would imagine. Well, yeah, that that song, that 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 title came to me. From it, it didn't. It, that was brought to me by a friend actually, who, uh, who came to see me one day. Yeah. Uh, he came to see me to play some guitar with me, and it's yeah, it, it's sort of like have a guitar lesson, but it wasn't really a guitar lesson. He really wanted to just have a little jam, and he turned up a little bit late. And he said, "Oh, he said, uh, oh, the fast lane was busy. The fast lane was busy, you know." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> thank you." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, he's he because this guy used to write songs. He yeah. still does write songs. Yeah. He's a friend of mine, but we. And I've actually done some some work as a guitarist, as a as a freelance guitarist for him. him. But yeah. uh, anyway, and I, I said, listen, I said his name is Guy. Yeah. His name is Guy. I said, Guy, you've got a you've got a song there, mate. I yeah. said, you've got a song. He said, no, no, no. I said, yes, listen, you've got a song. Fast Lane's busy. I said, listen, do you mind yeah. if I uh, <laughs> write some words? So I wrote all the words, and it was. Just, it just came out, came. you know. So you were really in the chi. This, yeah, I love it. Well, if we could, uh, why he a little fast lane busy? Because I think we all can get fast lane busy and forget uh, what's really important in life. Yeah, sure. mission and belief is to send the audience home on a high they can't help it said one reviewer love it what a great another great song off a no more a secret latest studio release uh, that the folks can go out and buy off of your uh, website talk a little bit uh, about you know your thoughts as we go forward in this crazy music world robin you know, I've had artists come on the show and say, man, I don't think I'm ever going to do another album because that's not the way people are buying music anymore. Um, where do you where do you fall in that? No, I, I'm old fashioned. I, I, I've already I don't know. Actually, Mark, I, I have recorded since that I've recorded uh, about 20 more tracks. Wow. Uh, I'm working on a new project, yeah. which is largely an instrumental music project strangely enough uh it's a whole sideways departure well because you now, can't put no label on you 
Well, no, yeah, yeah. So, that you, well, that, yeah, that's that's one. That's that's true. That's one way of looking at it. So, I'm 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 doing a, an album. Well, it's it's. I don't know if it's an album. It, it will be an album. Yeah. But having said that, it will be maybe more than one because we've already done over twenty tunes, mm. and out of the twenty tunes, maybe we we have vocals on three. Uh, and I'm actually in the process of possibly writing lyrics for some of the tunes some of them will just be instrumental yeah. i've gone in a different direction i've been quite inspired by fusion music mm. and neo do you know i've been inspired by neo soul music recently mm. a lot of new young artists yeah. that are grabbing my attention yeah who are just coming out there's a young guitarist called tom mish who's blown blown me away you know uh, but what he does he mixes he's like a jazz blues player he's yeah. a, quite jazzy but he's got a big blues style but he he works with rap artists he's he's doing he's doing a cross it's a it's like a cross it's really interesting mm. it's really really interesting um and that's and got I've your doing, he's his music has got your creative juices flowing taking you yeah. in this direction with this new project that you've got yeah absolutely so uh and the the, the project is the project the music that we're doing on this project is all kinds of different things. It's some of it's acoustic, mm -hmm. some of it's electric, some of it's kind of a little bit, uh, a little bit ambient. Mm. Some of it is uh, bluesy. Some of it is very fusion, a little yeah. bit maybe Jeff Becker inspired or whatever, you know. Um, and it. it's just it's just something I've always fancied doing. It's just like exploring the the, uh, the 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 musical avenues of what i can do with why not guitar. yeah why not well let's uh let's hear uh packing my possessions oh okay yeah yeah that's my off blues. of off of uh no more a secret that's my blues i love it <laughs> thank you <laughs> Possessions off a No More a Secret, his most original and critically acclaimed studio album, which received extensive airplay on local and national radio and peaked at number two, you all, in the Independent Blues Broadcasters Association plays, playlist. Bravo. Go out and buy that album, y'all. You're not you're not going to gigs, so you got some money uh, in your pocket, and you got to spend it. These artists need a need some uh, coin in their pockets <laughs> to keep putting out music. Love that song, great, uh, great, great. Thank blues. you. And Thank again, you. we're only playing a little snippet. That uh, that song runs uh, eight minutes, so we didn't even do it justice. You know, it's just a teaser. But uh, we are the time is flying by. We're just a fascinating conversation, Robin, and you've been so gracious to stay up uh, so late there in the UK and uh, British summertime. But <clears throat> Lucy, 
Lucy Pillar, we're going to come full circle to the amazing one. Uh, Lucy, and you were gracious enough to uh, be willing to accept this uh, little surprise I'm throwing in here because I yeah. am the last DJ and I can play what I want to play. But uh, Lucy sent me a couple uh, different tracks to be able to. She said, "Hey, what do you think? You know, you, would you mix these in?" And I, I ran up. I didn't tell Robin what it was, but I, I, you know, asked him if he'd be willing. And you can tell he's a pretty hip cat and not pretty, real hip cat, and was very amenable. <laughs> so if we could, uh, I want to tee up Albert. Tross, session three. This was uh, recorded at Lucy's house. And again, we're only going to play a couple minutes because we're almost out of time here. But I did want to give a shout out to Lucy and bring it all full circle. So little Albatross by Peter Green. Well, by Robin Beatty, but Peter Green's song. <laughs> yeah. And if we could, Otis. Robin Beatty in Atlanta, GA, in 2012, playing Albatross, a Peter Green tune. And we're almost out of time, but just talk a little bit about uh, Peter Green's influence uh, on you, and you know what what that mean, what he means to you. Yeah, uh, you know, I, well, all I can say about Peter Green, um, I can say quite a few things, but I will first. I'll start by saying that. In my opinion, he's the greatest blues guitarist that the UK ever produced, yeah. um, and I, you know, I just, I, I just don't, don't think anyone can touch him. Yeah. Um, and I was lucky enough to meet him on mm. on two occasions, but just but when he was uh, when he was making his comeback, you know, with the Splinter Group. Mm. Um, so he was it was he wasn't particularly forthcoming, but I I, I did go to a couple of gigs and I did yeah. get to meet him. Um, but his influence on me, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the first riff I ever learned to play when I was about 14 was Oh Well, which is the Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. When, when Peter Green, when, you know, so for those that don't know, right, Robin, I mean, Peter Green, one of the original founding members with Mick of Fleetwood Mac. Mick Fleetwood and John McVie. Yeah. And yeah. And it's funny because, again, with the connection that you mentioned, uh we we recorded oh well mm. uh the robin bb band recorded oh well mm. and that's what lucy pillar heard and that's what she liked and uh, so you know, <laughs> it, all it all comes goes full to... circle it's unbelievable it's circle, right? well th yeah. this time has just flown by y'all but please go out and buy some of robin bb's music go back in uh you know and go back and search out some of that original John McVie, uh, Mick Fleetwood, Peter Green stuff, classic. And uh, sounds like also need to check out some Tom Mish as a new up-and-coming artist. Oh, yeah. And then be on the lookout for uh, Robin's latest project. So touch base with him uh, at his Facebook page and also his website. Y'all, this has been a gas. Ride the vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ. We're out of here. Thanks so much. But it's not too late.
Better 